Welcome to Conversations with Pussy. This is a podcast which holds liberating and empowering conversations which are here to guide you into having a loving and soulful relationship with your pussy, which will ultimately guide you towards living the richest, most turned on life ever. I'm your host, Grace Hazel, and I'm a leader, teacher, healer, and mama. Hello, and welcome to Conversations with Pussy. Today, we are talking about the priestess, and I invite you to for a moment, just allow yourself to sit in what comes up for you as you hear the word priestess. Back in the day, I used to wear one of those, you know on Sex in the City that Carrie had that Carrie necklace. I used to have a Carrie necklace, but it would, it said priestess on it. I wore this from like a really um, young age before I was truly anchored in my own path through my through my purpose and my mission but I had this real spark inside of me that knew like priestess holds something for me there's something of a remembering there and throughout the years what I have seen as the spiritual wellness industry let's call it has grown is there is a tendency to use a lot of buzzwords and I sometimes get a little bit annoyed with buzzwords because I'm like, damn, this takes away from the power of what that actually means. So one of the buzzwords that's always being used is spiritual, right? So spiritual gets used. I think witch gets used a lot, priestess, manifestation. Like these words have been used so many times within people's marketing that I feel that then they lose the spirit and the energy from them. I was having this conversation with my hairdresser who also works um, holding mushroom ceremonies. She's an amazing human being. And we were just talking about how it's almost like we want to develop like this new language, which holds a new word for the words which used to pack a punch and hold a real power that have been used so many times before now in marketing that actually it, it doesn't hold that frequency so much. And so for me, one of those words is priestess. And like I said just a second ago, I used to have this necklace that said priestess on it. And there was a point where this necklace just pinged off of me when I was living in Bali. And I took it as a as a sign that actually I was to move away from really holding or using that word so much or perhaps being in that energy. And more recently, what's been coming through is that actually the priestess path is what I'm meant to be talking about way more. It's what I'm meant to be embodying very, very deeply. It's a path that I know that I have been on for many, many lifetimes before. And so as I start to talk about this work again and to talk about the priestess, I really want to define in my own way, what I feel the priestess is, and 
because this is so close and woven into my own experience of leadership within my work and within my business, I will be giving quite a few personal examples within this. Now, I know that if you are listening to this podcast, you will personally have a connection perhaps to the word priestess. Perhaps something sparks inside of you that says, ah, I feel like I'm part of this path or I have been on this path before in a lifetime previous to this one. Or perhaps you're already following your own priestess path. So either way, I feel that this podcast is going to support you as a leader on your mission, whether you have just started making baby steps or whether you are years and years and years down the line and you're simply wanting to anchor in an alignment and flow and connection with the divine through your business and purpose, okay? So first of all, how I feel the priestess or who I feel the priestess is, is that she has a deep felt connection between the sacred and spiritual realms. And this is where she channels her work from. This path is for the person, the woman, who is able to open herself up as a channel for the divine so that she allows the divine, whether you want to call that God or spirit or infinite love, mother earth, whatever it is for you, she opens up her channel for that force and she allows her work to move through her, the ideas to come through her and then she births those into the world. The priestess is not somebody that goes around and goes, oh, okay, well, this person's using this like amazing business strategy to get to A, B, and C. So I'm going to follow that and kind of copy the courses that they're doing. No, the priestess is the one who actually opens herself up to God and says, allow me to remember why I am here on earth. Let let what is meant to come through me be birthed through me. And so an example of this was like very, very recently for me, which was when I was creating a free online journey called Pleasure, Power, Prosperity. Now, I knew that I desired to take people on a really full power journey. And I one night when I had confirmed the dates for when I was going to do this journey, I went to sleep that night and I kept being woken up with the words pleasure, power, prosperity, pleasure, power, prosperity in different sequences, but the words were power, pleasure, prosperity, etc, etc. It just kept coming through. And I was like, okay, yeah, 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 got it. Okay, that sounds like a good name. And as, as soon as I would be like, oh, I'm not really sure if that's the one, I'd be woken up again. And pleasure, power, prosperity kept coming through and through and through and through me. So, so it was, I made pleasure, power, prosperity. And due to that alignment, that's why so many people in such a short amount of time, I was marketing that for about two weeks, 
and um, around 800 people ended up coming to join me on that journey and it was super super fast the way that that filled up in that in that container and I know that that was because it was in full alignment it wasn't something that I'd thought about would be like trendy or good to do it was because I was being guided to do that now when I got to open up for pleasure power prosperity the journey although I had made some brief notes on what was going to be taught within the journey also at the same time every day on the day that I was going to teach I taught for about two weeks and that we kept giving more and more and more bonuses but every day I would wake up and all of these bits of information and words were dropping into me and so I was making notes and going, okay, right, I'll talk about that. And then even when I would get in front of the live of the people in the Facebook group, I had my notes, but what was coming through me was pictures and words and energy. And I work a lot with light language. And so I could feel that my whole body was buzzing and I was channeling and allowing what was coming through me to be spoken to the people that had felt called to be in that container. So this is what I really feel is so important to hold when we, we think about the priestess, right? It's not a, a linear step-by-step -step process. You channel and you trust in the messages that come from the sacred and spiritual realms that want to be spoken through you to your community. And we'll talk more about community in a minute. So that's Numero one, and I have so much to talk about in that just one point, I could keep going on and on and on, but I do want to keep moving through the points. So the second thing is that the priestess holds a deep wisdom, intuitive powers, and in particular, she is connected to her sexuality. Okay, the priestess holds wisdom beyond her years, beyond her lived experience. She may have within this lifetime already been born into having a deep connection into her psychic abilities and her intuitive powers. However, that's not like the definite. You may have had to go on your own path of activating and allowing your intuition um, and your psychic powers to come online again. And actually that's pretty normal for us in this world. I feel like we tend to be born um, into this human life and there is a tendency for the way that the world works is to like support our intellectual brain to develop and we're not told how to support our intuitive and psychic abilities to also be online too. This is a natural thing that most human beings will have. Some have it more than others. So some will receive gifts through their lineage. However, it is my feeling that, or my knowing actually, that the priestess is somebody that actually already is, is embracing their psychic gifts and their intuitive powers and the secondary or the third part that I said to that sentence was that then she's also embracing her sexuality now the priestess when I say sexuality we're talking sexual energy and sexual energy it's not necessarily that because you're holding this like leadership in your path and your purpose that you are having loads of sex or that you are I don't know, self-pleasuring every day. That's definitely been a part of my path of, of sexual liberation. However, 
there is this sense of actually knowing the purity and the sacredness of your sexual energy and using and working with your sexual energy so that you can create and again allow these channeled um, nudges from the divine to come through you and be birthed into this world. So the priestess is anchored from her pussy into earth. She knows how to take the seeds of potential creations from spirit and then plant that into the fertile soils of earth and to take care of that seed, to allow that seed to gestate into something that comes into human form. The priestess trusts even when the world in which she is living is providing challenge or creating um, a sense of difficulty in bringing these seeds into being, yet she keeps coming back to the soil and she keeps nurturing the seeds in which spirit has, has planted or brought through her because she knows and she acts in faith to bringing her devotional practice into the world. So I have actually just spun off into a different subject, but this links to sexuality because it is all about anchoring our creative energy, which is our sexual energy, into earth and working with that, with that magnetism, with that, that, that pulse of life to bring our creations into being. So we work with our pussy, we have connection with our sexual energy, we know how to move that through our body, through our being, and into our work, into our relationships, okay? And this is, this is a really big part of, of who the priestess is. So next point is that the priestess is a natural spiritual leader of her community. So if you're the priestess, you may notice that already you have a group of people who are already feeling inspired with what you say and what you speak about and the way that you live your life. You may be a natural role model that people look up to and that people desire to follow and listen to. When you allow yourself to anchor into your power as you as a woman, right, we can call it the priestess or we can say to, to anchor into your own personal power, you'll notice that when you're there, this anchoring into your power will naturally draw crowds, it will naturally draw people your way from you just being you, from you just sharing from a place of truth, right? So again, it's not about this thing of if you're in business and you're going through like this special marketing strategy to make sure that people are listening to you and going, oh yeah, yeah, I'll listen to that, to that podcast or read that post. No, the priestess actually is already holding a certain magnetism that when she speaks and when she shares her truth, people, and especially let's say her people, the people that she is meant to work with and touch in this lifetime, will naturally feel her magnetism and they will come towards her. And this is where her community is formed, all right? 
The next thing to say is that the priestess is in heart-led service through her mission. This, my love, is her devotion. Being on her mission and in her purpose is like the thing that she came here on earth to be and do. And perhaps you have been on a journey of becoming and we're always on that journey of becoming and evolving. Yet it may be that you feel that you have come here on earth with a particular passion or mission which you know that you have to bring through into the world. So this isn't about a trend. Again, on the internet these days, there is the wellness scene and the, and the spiritual scene, I'm like doing air quotes if you can't see me, has become so big that there can be a tendency for there to be a trend in becoming a spiritual teacher or a coach or a healer. And so there is a lot of people doing that because it's trendy and because it kind of sounds cool. Yet the priestess holds a deep inner knowing that what she is sharing and the mission that she is on is part of her soul's path. She's in her heart in devotion to that mission. This isn't about making a quick buck. This isn't about making a load of money super, super duper fast because it's trendy. This is about being in service through her mission. And I do wanna say that because I just mentioned money here, the priestess isn't someone who goes, oh, I'm a martyr and I don't make money from this. Definitely not. There's so much deep healing work that we can do to support ourselves as healers and leaders to really anchor into this sense of deep value and worth when we're putting our services out into the world. So the priestess isn't poor. The priestess, in fact, is deeply abundant and that's that's part of the path to to receive deep abundance in and I use this word abundance and again this is a buzzword that can be bloody used all the time let's call it we can say that the priestess holds a sense of value in her own self in her worth so she's in heart-led service for her mission this isn't about a trend this isn't about jumping on board because it seems cool. This is about something that she feels deep within her and she follows that call even when it feels illogical. Even when everybody else is like, that's bullshit. Do you know what I watched the other day? I watched the, um, it was actually yesterday. I watched it not the other day. Still landing really deeply for me. I, I just cried the whole way through this film. I watched the Mary Magdalene film. And um, I was witnessing the way that Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, a priestess, right? When I saw her in this film, <laughs> obviously it's a film, it's not actually Mary Magdalene, but when I feel Mary Magdalene, when I'm working in channel and when I'm working simply in my own priestess devotion, I really feel that Mary Magdalene's been coming in super strongly for me recently. I'm about to go off into a tangent about Mary Mags because I love her. And I feel that 
there is a lot of manipulation that has happened around Mary Magdalene over the years. And the purity of how she showed up was actually as a, as a devotee to Jesus. She was spreading the word of Jesus and holding Jesus through his life as he was sharing the word of God. Now, and why I've gone into this piece is that Mary Magdalene didn't do something because it was a trend, because it was cool. She didn't follow Jesus because it was like this um, new trend that was like popping off. I mean, it was slightly a new trend at that time, but what she did was she felt that the way that she had been living her life wasn't in alignment to what she knew to be deeply true within her. And so when she found Jesus, she realized that the word in which he was preaching, although it was dangerous at that time to follow him, she decided that she would follow Jesus and she would spread that word with him. So it was illogical for her to do that. She most likely had to leave her family and her friendships and the place that she was born in order to follow this path, but she went on that illogical route, on the route that meant that she was in devotion to what she felt her faith was, beyond the lines of what she would be accepted for. And that's the role of the priestess. Even when it, it doesn't make sense, even when there is no logical proof outside of you, to know that this thing is like, you know, the, the thing that you've come on here on earth to do, you can, you can feel it inside you, but you can't quite see the path. Quite often the priestess is, is carving out the path for herself, right? So that's another reason why she has that connection to the spiritual realms, because when the priest, the priestess is in a line, is, is alive with God's work. And so most of the time, she is in pure faith and trust. For each step of the way, she will be sent the guidance. She will be sent the wisdom at the right time, the exact right time. So even when things are falling apart around her, and I'll go into this in just a minute at this point, she holds the faith. She holds the knowing of her path and what she came here to do. And like, that's the part of, path of the leader, right? This is the energy, this is the anchoring that we as leaders can harness so that we can do huge things in the world, right? We're not following somebody else who's done it before a million times and it's worked. We're following our own internal guidance to pave a path that has been very much not trodden a lot. <laughs> I don't think that's the, the sentence, but you know what I mean. Cool. So the next thing that the priestess does is she understands and works with the physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional well-being of the people she works with. I have recently channeled a practitioner training, which is starting in January. It's the Vagina Awakening Practitioner training and truly <laughs> this training has been created for those who really resonate with the priestess path 
the priestess path in particular connected uh, in connection to liberating women, particularly around their sexuality. And we look at healing work from the lens of the physical, from the lens of the spiritual, from the mental and the emotional. We're not just going in and going practically, oh, okay, you're experiencing disconnect from your sexuality. Let's practically put, give you some lube and give you a vibrator. No, like the priestess knows that if a person or a client comes to her and says, I'm experiencing this symptom or this is happening in my life and I want to overcome it, that we know that we're about to take that person on a deep, transformational journey within themselves because it's not just about overcoming the symptom it's about supporting that person to completely transform their life on all levels so we look at people the people that we work with the clients that we work with from a physical spiritual emotional and mental level and we hold their hands we don't do it for them we don't say, you. okay, I'll heal you. That's not the path. We support them. We hold their hand. We take them through the rites of passage, through the rituals, through the therapies, so that they can come into their own liberation and power. This is work that will be embodied within them for a lifetime, right? We're not putting our hands on people and healing them and going, yay, now go out into the world. We're actually, we can do parts of that in our priestess path. However, we're supporting people to go on the most deep, incredible journey of the life of their lifetime so that their life is transformed forever, right? That's the path of a priestess. Oh, there's so much I could say. <laughs> I feel like there's so much I could only got a podcast here lucky for you my friends I have actually created a um a free journey I was about to say it at the end I do have one point but I'm just gonna say it now because it feels like a ripe time I do feel like there's so much to say on this and I have created a free five-day journey which is called the priestess path and it's a free activation which will anchor you into your vision, leadership and magic. And I'm teaching that from the 3rd to the 7th of October. I will place the link to join the Priestess Path in the show notes for this podcast. And we've already got around 350 people signed up and we've still got another week until we begin. So I, I just wanna let you know that that's happening. So if any of this is just sparking something inside of you or you're feeling this or you're curious, please join the Priestess Path. It is completely free and I treat all of my journeys, whether they are free like this, as paid journeys. So I, the, the starting investment to work with me is £10,000. And so that's that's to work with me in person, um, not one to one. I, I mean, in person as in like online and together in groups. It's it's ten thousand pound is starting, and so I I literally don't care whether it's a free journey or whether it's the paid. I still show up to those events 
with the power and the excitement and the energy and the wisdom that I would share in a paid container. So just to let you know that's that's happening. So please do join if you feel called to it. All right, I'll share one more point. And I kind of just spoke about this, but I'll say it just to anchor in this point. Again, there are so many points, but here's the last one for this podcast. The priestess stands firm and centered amidst trouble, sadness, fear, terror, and anxiety. She holds an anchor. My loves, if I could tell you the amount of times that I have reached wild places of rock bottom in my life where I literally didn't know what was going on, what was my next steps, and I'll probably share about this in the priestess path because it's a little bit more of storytelling actually, yet always held a deep sense of faith in the process, knowing that my life is always providing me with opportunity to learn and grow and evolve in the direction of my vision. So when shit really hits the fan, do you know what I do? I become even more in connection to faith, trust, and spirit. The amount of times that I have been on my knees, on the floor, sobbing, crying, but not because I'm like, oh God, why has this happened to me? But because I'm like, please show me the next steps of my path. I know that I'm here for a reason. Show me, teach me. God, let, 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 let God move, move through me so that I can rise up and become even more dedicated and devoted on my path. So what is really true is that the priestess path isn't like this thing. This and that. Here's another thing that I hate. Another phrase that I hate that's always used. Light and love. <laughs> the priestess path isn't about light and love. Of course, the priestess is holding an anchor of light within their being. And perhaps they also hold the pole of shadow. However, no matter what life brings, the heartbreak, the pain, the loss, the grief, she knows it's all part of the human experience and it's all shaping her to become even more powerful in her leadership, on her mission. So there can be this feeling that we have to be Example, if, if we're talking about sexual doing sexuality or vagina awakening through being the priestess, that we have to be fully healed before we go into holding that space for others. Now, of course, there needs to be an embodiment of the work we are teaching. However, it's not about being fully healed or completely knowing it all, right? Or having the most exquisite, relationship with our pussy or sexuality constantly we know that actually it's through these 
times where we felt disconnected, perhaps when our relationships broken down, perhaps where we felt so disconnected from our turn on and our sexuality that it felt like we may never have sex again, whatever it may be, we are being initiated through these times so that we know and we have the embodiment of we can go to the darkest steps of our soul and we can rise up again as leader. So the priestess leads herself and her people, her community through the dark days with strength, with humility, with integrity, because she's been there, done that, and she knows beyond the really hard times there is so much growth and so much expansion. So I'm going to leave it there with the priestess vibes for today. And like I said, we've got the free journey, which is taking place from the 3rd to the 7th of October. I really hope that you can join us. It's going to be really full power as an event. I'm going to be working with this flow and um, speaking about embodying sacred leadership for your business, for your purpose. This is going to be particularly for you if you are already a coach, if you are a healer, an artist, a visionary, you're leading from your heart, you are working in service in some way already. It's not to say that if you're not already doing that, um, that you can't come, but it's definitely going to be supportive for those people who are in their mission. Uh, or if you're feeling called to that mission, if you're feeling called to hold that energy as priestess in the world. So that link to join is in show notes. And I hope to see you there. It's going to be so amazing. We have already a big bubbling group of people who are going to be sharing that space. This is also as much as it's about me supporting you through an activation journey into your magic. It's also about the community. So the time is now to join that. It's it's so amazing that it's free. <laughs> We're going to be doing so much work, which is like, you know, full power. So I recommend that you come on in. And if you desire, we are giving away amazing prizes. And the one that you can enter into already, this is financial prizes. So prosperity and wealth and money is really big in my world and, and what I teach and what I do for my clients and with in my online journeys and also my own personal life that's why I mentioned about priestess path is not necessarily about like being the martyr it's actually about really holding worth and sharing but also having exchange for that so uh we will be so we are, in the name of prosperity and wealth, giving away a couple of prizes. And the first prize is for a gift worth £555. So if you want to be in with that, my recommendation or the way to join is to share the Priestess Path journey with five people and make sure that they enroll, they sign up through the link and they join the Facebook group. And that's it. Once you've done that, you are already in with the prize draw. We'll talk about it more within the priestess path to make sure that you um, have your name within that prize draw. But those actions will get you into it automatically. All right? So 
that's it from me today on Conversations with Pussy. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. Please do share this podcast with your friends and with your family or with anybody that you know would benefit from this, these words, with this message, with this wisdom. Leave a rating and review. Five stars only, baby. (laughs) If you've got some love to share, share it. Um, And that allows this podcast to go out far and wide and for this message to be spread. All right, my loves, I'll speak to you soon.